Welcome to Dual Delivery with Todd and Pat, where we give you our point of view. P-A-T, can I kick it? Welcome in, everybody. What's going on, dreamers and dreamers? Let's get it. Let's do it on this glorious day. February. February 1st. Another episode of Dual Delivery. Yeah. I can't wait. We got lots to talk about. This is going to be exciting. We're going to dissect some of these games. Yeah. Get into a few other things later on. Stay tuned for that. Some funny stuff. Some serious stuff. Got lots going on. Let's dive into it, people. First up on the ballot, the Chiefs game. Chiefs. Terrible. <laughs> did you watch it? I did watch it, man. I did. I did. It was it was quite interesting. Um being a being a former athlete to be able to see you go up twenty one and then somehow muff it. Mm. Interesting. 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 I watched it at the house, me and the wife, the two dogs. We didn't go anywhere, but I was, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was, my, so I'm the Chiefs fan. They didn't make it. We'll get into the 49ers game, the Bay Boys, your team. They didn't make it. Yeah. We're just, maybe I'll get to enjoy the Super Bowl now and not be stressed. I'm just going to, I'm looking forward to the halftime <laughs> show. <laughs> I'm going to tell you it was funny, man. One play. One play can change the whole game. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into your game. There's one play yeah. that could have changed the game. I already game. know what you're about to say. Yeah. I've seen it. And we're going to get into <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, my God. There was a lot of plays that could have changed the game for the Chiefs. Yeah. So, sure. let's kind of break it down a little bit. I'm calling it the Mahomes meltdown. Yeah. In my opinion, I'm going to be the Monday morning quarterback, right? <laughs> and the Chiefs are my ride-or-die team. For sure. Love them. Sure. And I'm going to tell you how I see it. Okay. And I saw some doo-doo <laughs> on Sunday. So they start off the game. I thought it would be close. I think when we talked last week, the spread on that game was like seven. Yeah. I thought three points would have been good. For sure. Bengals showed me enough. But then the Chiefs came out and were on fire. Yeah. They could do no wrong in right. the first half. Right. 21 points. Yeah. They hold the Bengals to 10, um, running the ball good. We talked about – I brought this up to you throughout the year. I liked because um, teams were playing us two deep safeties a lot. Right. Once they figured that out, because we like to throw, we got speed, we like to push the ball downfield, um, we started being methodical. And that's what we did in the first half of this game. Yep. McKinnon was on fire every first down. You knew what was coming. Yeah. They hand him the ball. Yeah. Five, six, seven yards. I don't know. What were you uh his average was you were telling At me. At least earlier. six to seven a pop. At least a six to seven a pop. Every That's what I was thinking. I thought it was up there. He was uh he was on point, hitting he the was. hole and getting it. He was. Yeah. So he was great. Mahomes looked good. Defense was stepping up. Not much to talk about in the first half except for the end of the second quarter. And that, to me, is the turning point in the game. You watch it on TV. One play. NFL turning point. Yeah. That was the Chiefs' turning point for this game, in my opinion. The last play of the second quarter, 
if you watched it, there are five seconds left. They're on the one-yard line with more than five seconds left yeah. to begin with. They get down to five seconds left. They call a play. Andy Reid says they should have gave him a better play. Um, I look at Mahomes as an elite quarterback. He made the wrong decision. So the way the play is designed up with five seconds left, usually it's a quick hit, fade to the back of the end zone, something to the tight end at the goal post. Yeah. If it's not there, three-step drop, boom, throw it away, you're done. Yeah. Maybe even a one-step drop. Yeah. Um, and get rid of it. He takes it, looks middle, nothing there. Instead of getting rid of it, he looks left. Tyreek Hill's coming out of the backfield on, a, I think, like a sweep-type play. Right. And he throws it to him. And I'm like, he's not getting in. No. And sure enough, two guys were already there. That was not the – he. Hill was, I think, in that play, was probably just supposed to be a decoy. decoy. Draw yeah. some defenders out towards him, including a linebacker. Right. He throws it to him. They get stopped. They get no points. Yep. Turning point in the game Yeah. for me. Terrible decision by Mah- You can't make that throw. Uh, I uh, I think that I go back to uh, anybody that plays uh, <laughs> Madden, you know. You dub them, they got to get off the sticks. And so that was one of those ones where it's like, we scored this touchdown, ain't no coming back. And you kind of get greedy. But you should have took a page from Bill Belichick and just kicked the field goal. And now you're still in the driver's seat looking good. And you just walk away getting some points. And so uh, another thing, man, I, I felt like Mahomes was um, cement feet, man. Sometimes you, he, he has an open look. He got it. Run, man. Run. Use your, use your legs. You did it earlier in the game. You should have kept doing it. There was a many a times where you, you, hey, I know it looks good throwing that pass, but it looks even better when you move your feet and you get the first down and you move the chains and all that great stuff. He did do – he had a few good runs in the yeah, first half. keep it going. And I kept – I've said this for – I wish he would run more. He's not the prototypical running quarterback. You think of Lamar Jackson, he's going to run. Michael right. Vick back in the day. Russell Wilson. Um, Josh Allen. Yeah. You don't – you think of Mahomes pass first. And yeah. when he scrambles, he can make – he can still – he looks to pass and he can make all the throws. But – a 10-yard run is as good, and I'll take it every time. If they're going to drop deep, yeah. which we'll get to that, the Bengals were dropping eight men. Yeah. Run. Run. The clock still moves. You get first downs. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Don't be afraid to run it. They're so The guys are so far from you. You could angle to the sideline and pick up seven. Third and five. Third Just and pick it up. Third and two. Please. <laughs> So the first half was good yeah. up until that play. That's where I think it turns. Yep. It's definitely a tale of two halves. So I've got some numbers for you here, and I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to numbers. I like to look at the stats, and I'm not a super analytics guy. I don't – analytics don't tell the whole story. Right. Um, certain situations, numbers tell you to do this or that. But I also – what's the feel of the team? Yeah. Uh, what's the weather? Analytics doesn't tell you what to do if it's freezing or sunny or wet, cold, right. snow, right? So we get into the second half, and we still get the ball to start the second half. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, cool. We muster up three points all the second half and overtime. Yep. It was totally different team. 
the QBR rating, I had a look into that, and I'm like, man, he was on fire in the first. I wonder what it was in the second half. So the first half, 149.9 QBR rating in the first half. Superb. Yeah. He had uh, – they had 21 points, 292 yards on four drives. The second half, his QBR dropped to 34. Mm. In overtime, zero. Wow. In the second half in overtime, they mustered up three points with 83 yards on almost twice as many drives. Seven. Um, you talk about this a lot, the swag of the team. Yeah, man. Yeah. I've seen some faces that I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, especially when you about to, you, you need the ball. And when you need the ball, I feel like you should be on your feet, cheering on the defense, telling them to get you the ball back. And you are you over there on the Microsoft looking at the what, what you're about to do when you get in there? And I didn't see it. And I seen fighting on the sidelines with the receivers, uh, just down faces down in the group, in the dirt. And when you see that kind of stuff, it, it, it hey, you are actually presenting what you're about to see. And so when they when you're down and you start all you start doing is bringing on those talks. Uh, what if they come back? Oh shoot, they're coming back. And then next thing you know, oh we might have oh we might lose. Soon as you start talking that talk and having that facial expression, it's a wrap. <laughs> People always say you can uh, change a person's day by one good thing you tell them. Yes, sir. You could probably apply it to this game. Yeah. If one person, you're down, maybe you're going in the fourth quarter, one of your leaders, a rookie, whoever steps up, gives you a little pep talk, it might be what changes the game. Like Travis Kelsey's Mr. Swagalicious. Yeah. And they panned over a few times, and it doesn't show the whole story, but he's just sitting there with this look on his face, not dancing, yeah. not smiling. They wasn't having fun. And that's what I'm used to them seeing. I'm used to seeing them having fun, whether they're winning or they got a chance to win, and they didn't have it. And I feel like they were praying that they got that tails <laughs> instead of just automatically knowing, like, we about to get the ball, and we about to go down here, and we about to score, and we about to do a walk-off, and we're going to say, gang, this is our field. There's usually a switch they can turn yeah, on. I, I was at it. the Texans game – was it two years ago now? We go down against Deshaun Watson, 21-3 or whatever it was in the first quarter. Yeah. I went, you know, they showed the game now. You can watch replays. Mahomes is over there. Everybody, do your job one play at a time, pumping everybody up. Boom, yeah. light switch turns on. Yeah. And they're on. And this is a team, when they're on, you can't stop them. Nope. But I feel like the difference between when they're on and they're off is so far apart. Oh, it's way far apart. It's not that they just dropped off. Yeah. They were just done. Yep. All they need, they didn't even need to score touchdowns in the second half to win. Mm. They could have just got field goals and still won. Yep. Didn't happen. Um, worst second half overtime by an Andy Reid offense, which this this team's a high-powered offense, so you look to, for more than three points. For sure. Um we talked about the swag. Is it play calling? I, I do put some of it on the offense. I don't think we made an adjustment in the second half. We were talking before the show about McKinnon, mm -hmm. the yards he was getting. Yep. The second half. Didn't see a lot of runs. I didn't see it. Yeah. And they were dropping eight. And you were winning. 
Which, and you started pan- – you panicked. You played right into their hands. You didn't even try to run the ball and keep them honest. No. Which for, for people that don't know, <laughs> if you can do the math, when you drop eight, they're only rushing three. Yeah. Yeah. Run the ball. Run it. <laughs> the clock's your friend anyways. You're up 21-10. Yeah. No. They, they decide to, they're just going to pass. So it doesn't work out. <laughs> um, over time, I thought we pushed it again. Yeah. I think we pressed. I think uh, you wanted to you wanted to hit the home run so bad, and you should have just you got full clock used the whole time. Can we talk about all he needs a touchdown? It's not all his fault. So Mahomes, I think, was pressing in the second half. He's overthrowing people. Just I mean, not terrible on some of them, but just overthrowing them, underthrowing yeah. the heavy feet, like you said. Um, in those last three plays, let's take you through them in the overtime. The first two, <laughs> the guy you and me talk about, <laughs> I'm not fond of him. Demarcus Robinson, number 11. Cool last name, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first two plays, that's who they target. Yeah. He hasn't been in the game the whole the whole time. I don't even know why you would even bring him into the offense. He wasn't, he was irrelevant. You have, it, to me. That's your fourth or fifth option. Yeah. I would go to Hill or Kelsey, yeah. which I'm guessing they would try to take out of the game. Pringle. Pringle. I love me some Pringle. Because once you pop, you can't just stop. can't stop. Um, Hardman. Hardman. McKinnon. Yeah. There's five. So, yeah, yeah he's not even on the roster. Williams. <laughs> Somebody. Put Frank Gore in. Coming out of the backfield. <laughs> the or, lineman. <laughs> or run run the, <laughs> what's the line? I call them spaghetti. Angry gagetti. Bonjourno. Somebody. Yeah. Other, other than that guy. So they go first two to him, boom, boom, incomplete, incomplete. Now you're third and long. You're backed up. Yeah. I think we were on the 25 to start. Yeah. And, and then he drops back and he presses it. He sees, oh. I know Tyreek Hill's fast. He's covered, and then the guy comes off of him, and the safety's coming over the top. So he passes him off, and Mahomes thinks, I'm going to thread it in there, which has been done before. Pressed it, interception. The last thing you want to do in that, you know, point of the game is throw an interception at midfield, and all they need is a field goal to win. Even if you incomplete, you can punt punt it deep. Yeah. And you got a chance in defense step up. I don't put a lot of it on the defense. They were on the field a lot in the second half. Um, there were some adjustments we should have made defensively too, but um, yeah. we couldn't. We had chances to sack Joe Burrow. Yeah, man. We yeah. were on him. Yeah. Chris Jones this one time was like laying on him, and he squirts out Yeah. and runs. Yeah. Sometimes you got to hey, hold on, like – don't try to do nothing spectacular. Just grab that jersey and just pull. Because you, you got to think, your, your arms, your arm strength is way stronger than his. So you pull down that jersey, man, you pretty much got to go wherever that jersey's going. So he should have just ah, yanked him on down. Mm-hmm. But, hey, it is what it is. It, it's over now. And like I said, I'm ride or die with the Chiefs. So yep. I'm all in. Our offense next year, we're going to go through a little bit here in just a second. Um, not all the pieces will be there, but your main pieces are going to be there. Right. Mahomes is coming back. For sure. Hill's under contract. Yep. Kelsey's coming back. Yep. 
Elaire, your running back's coming back. Yep. No, he was injury this year, but he's coming back. Your line, for the most part, is coming back. We need to sign Orlando Brown Jr. Yep. Um, he is an unrestricted free agent. you got to get him back to protect that that half-billion-dollar asset <laughs> you got. But for the most part, it's coming back. Um, I think defense is where we need some help, but it's coming back. Did you see uh, the tweet on the coin toss, Josh Allen? Yeah, he, pain. Pain. <laughs> And I'm sure he's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Here we go again. Hell, yeah. Which brings me to this topic. Guess we don't need to change the overtime nah, rules. I told you, man. I told you. They were good. Overtime rules are good. You just, hey, like I said, you got to stop them. Play some D. And they did. And they did. And they stopped one of the top five offenses. Yeah. So, apparently, the coin flip didn't matter. Nope. Leave it how it is. It's done. It's over with. A little bit of the offseason outlook real quick. We talked about Orlando Brown Jr. I think you have to sign him. Yeah. Wide receiver-wise, we talked about Demarcus Robinson, Josh Gordon, Byron Pringle are all unrestricted free agents. Definitely Pringle. I, I say you figure out a way to sign him. Yeah. You keep, now, doesn't mean we don't need to pick someone else Oh, yeah, up. yeah. You still got to give somebody else. Because I think we missed that. I mean, if you look, Dwayne Bowe was actually pretty decent under Trent Green's offense, but we need a tall, physical guy. Yeah. I think that's what we wanted from Josh Gordon. I yeah. just think he's been out of the game. I don't hasn't learned the offense all the way. Yeah, or so. maybe we do keep him. Yeah, um, to start the season, he's not going to cost hardly anything. Right, and maybe an off season to learn in the offense. Andy Reid's offense isn't just a small little pamphlet. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> so maybe he learns it and turns out, you know, and maybe we bring him back. I think Demarcus Robinson, I've seen enough. I saw enough the first seven games. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. Let's get rid of him. Um, Frank Clark, I think his time's done. For me, these are, this is an opinion based. <laughs> I, I, I need an elite defensive end. It's a passing league. Yeah. You got to get pressure on quarterbacks, and we didn't have it this year. Nope. Chris Jones has to play in the, in the D tackle. He can't play on the end. No. When we got Melvin Ingram and was able to put Chris Jones back in the middle, we got better. Yeah. Um, but I think we cut Frank Clark. We'll save some cap hit space there. Tyron Matthew, which I was going to read. You know, I don't know if he's gone. It sounds like he's gone from what he said, which I'll read to you guys. But would you try to bring him back? What's your thoughts on that? I would try to bring him back. Um, nothing against Swarson, but Swarson, but uh, I definitely would say uh, he's he's seen better days, and so I would keep Matthews and try to bring somebody else in to help out for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think he's. Uh, worth keeping I was trying to find I wanted to in case people didn't get to hear what he had to say um, so in his post game press conference he says um, we'll always remember you and many more good people a lot to be proud of over the past three years I'm thankful and grateful I leave with a grateful heart, having got the chance to play for all you good people. Thanks. Sounds like he's gone, or he thinks he's gone, to me. Yeah, maybe he, maybe he still has a concussion. Yeah. 
I think he. I thought he was a good leader on defense. Yeah, I, I mean, think. I like him when he's out there, man. He's he's a, he's he's all you know. We all like him when he. Uh huh. I'm way too smart for that. That's right. So I think maybe he's just doing that to be able to for them to come in there and say, no, 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 we keeping right. you. Nothing's official. So. I haven't heard anything. I'm just reading you what he said. Yeah. Um, and I think, like you said, Daniel Sorensen, he to me is the Demarcus Robinson <laughs> of the defense. I've seen enough. I, I'm. Everybody lives on the few good plays he's made, right? The fake, the fake punt he tackled was it last year? Yeah. Um, he's made some critical tackles, but overall, gosh dang, I'm tired of watching him get burnt. And not be in the right spot. So that's my take on him. We do have some running backs we got to deal with. Daryl Williams and uh, McKinnon are unrestricted free agents. Both have done really well for us. I think that might be a tough one. Yeah. I don't know how many running backs you keep. Uh, you probably have three or four if you count practice squad anyways. Maybe more than that. Right. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Uh, I definitely would like to see McKinnon get another spin. Uh, I like Williams also. And so, hey, I don't have to make that decision. I don't either. <laughs> I think Daryl Williams gives you some shiftiness Yeah, um, that I like to see. McKinnon gives you this great speed that's different. Hilaire, I'm sure, is coming back. Oh, yeah, for sure. Regardless. Right. Um, he's under contract. We're not going to get rid of him. Yeah. Frank Gore's probably done. Yeah. Um, and he had a, you know, when he had his time, he had a few good games. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. And went yeah. off. So, yeah. Um, everybody played a role. And then uh, the Mahomes cap hit, it really kicks in. I think he's $31.5 million, million this year. So I th- I, I'm i not a statistician in how they can maneuver money around. And I think there's a way to do it where they convert it into a signing bonus. Yeah. Um, and then instead of it being 31 and a half, it's like under $20 million. And he might go for it. Maybe. He's got sponsors and. He makes some money with Adidas and yeah. State Farm, and yeah. he might pull a Brady, which <laughs> we're going to talk about him, but and uh, try to help help us out a little bit. Right, we need some of that because <laughs> we need to bring some players back for sure. And Eric B. Enemy, that's a big deal. Well, let's save that. Let's get into that when we talk about another coach who had some breaking news today, okay. and we'll talk about some coaches. Rams Niners game. Let's dive into that. Yeah. Great game. Um, one, I, I already knew. I told I knew that man. That man. Uh, oh, my gosh. That quarterback. I already knew it. You want to talk about concrete feet? Man. I said, who? He would flop back there and just throw something stupid. I text. <laughs> what did, oh, I got to pull this up so everybody knows that I'm not lying. I text my dad at the end of that game, and I said, uh, let's see. Man, we were texting a lot about the uh, Chiefs game. Yeah. Um, I knew that as soon as uh, – what was his name? Tatum? Tate? Whatever his name was. As soon as I seen him miss that underception. Oh, that, tar- uh, Tart. 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 Yeah. As soon as I seen Stafford, I mean, Stafford literally threw, I said, there it is. There's the Stafford that I've been looking for. He threw it right to the man. And the man just 
was trying to think of his end zone dance. That was in the that was in the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. They had a three point lead. The Niners did. That was the game, and they would have had it around midfield with ten minutes to go. That was the game. Dropped it. Like that's I why said, he's not a wide receiver. One, yeah, yeah, that's what they always tell us. And <laughs> they said <laughs> receivers that can't catch play defense, corners, safeties. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I text my dad, forced Jimmy Garoppolo to score in the final two minutes, and he's probably not going to make it happen. Oh, yeah. If the Rams could take the lead, which they did. Yep. Niners get the ball back. He oh, blunders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just – He doesn't – that pressure, that's way too much pressure. And he's not – I mean, he's not a passing quarterback anyway. Yeah. And so when that ha- – when he's got to actually score, score, oh, yeah, he's he, he's going to crumble. Yeah. And my uh, – I would move on from him now. And I think he knows that. I think he was emotional talking after the game. Yeah. I think at some point you have to. You're going to make a hard decision. Yeah, he's gotten you to the playoffs. He gets you to the Super Bowl. He's probably one yard short yep. of uh, overthrowing Emmanuel Sanders' pass of winning that game yeah. against the Chiefs. And, excuse me, he um, takes you to an NFC championship. He's one interception short from uh, from one of his guys, probably going to another Super Bowl. So it's tough. Yeah, You can do it. Look what the Rams did. Yeah, They trade away their first rounder, and they bring in – Bringing a guy that's been in the league for 13 seasons with Stafford. Yes, sir. And look what happened. They made they made hard decisions. Yep. So, I think it's time to move on. See what Trey Lance has, and maybe Trey Lance isn't the answer. Right. Maybe so you, you got somebody else. Keep yeah. searching. Yep. I kept telling this to my family about the Chiefs every draft. Draft a quarterback <laughs> every draft until you find the right one. Yeah. That's how your team succeeds. I would draft a quarterback in the first round every year. That's probably why I'm not a GM. But (laughs) until you found the right one. Hence, Mahomes. We trade up. We get him at number 10. And at the time, we have Alex Smith, who's taken us to the playoffs every year. Yeah, We're a perennial playoff contender. Had him move on. Yep. Is what it is. Bye-bye, Jimmy G. (laughs) Isn't he having surgery or something? I think he – yes, I think he is having surgery. the last surgery. thing I heard about him. Yeah. I think he is having some surgery. What was um, it on? Probably that shoulder. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> I think it is the shoulder. So, the interception in that one. Matthew Stafford, I, he's had some terrible teams. I kind of like it. I like – he's got his chance. He made the best of it. Yeah. OBJ apparently is back. Uh, he gets a chance at a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, we're just we're talking about the Rams getting people. They go get Von Miller. They go get OBJ. Hey, I like the Von Miller. Hey. And like what did we say? You had like a he resurrection. Like, yeah. <laughs> Somebody. Hey. He got was, some voodoo juice. I was like, man, this dude is strictly business. He ain't playing. He's like, hey. And and, and did you hear I don't know if you heard this or not, but he uh actually told Donald, he said, Hey, you the leader. You tell us what to do. Yeah, and coming from the veteran. Man, hey, when you hear that, I was like, man, that, that actually got me fired up. I was like, hey, y'all need another receiver? I'll come out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Cooper Cup, he got his. Yeah. 142 got, and two touchdowns. He finds a way, man. He finds a way. And, gosh dang it, I didn't uh, look it up. He had no offers, 
no D1 offers, wow. nothing. You know, he's – well, like, I mean, Josh Allen really didn't have an offer either, but he ended up going to Wyoming. But yeah, some diamonds in the rough. Yeah. There you get, go. We need to get one of those. Yeah. So that leads us to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Rams, Bengals. Oh, buddy of mine at work tells me this, right? So, and I was trying to make the reference to you guys today if you didn't look it up. <laughs> so, we called our the last game, Mahomes, you know, the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow is the jack-o'-lantern. So, little backstory: The adversary to the Grim Reaper is the jack-o'-lantern, or Jack, before he became jack-o'-lantern. You have to look it up. It looks a little Disney-ish for all you (laughs) listeners. I looked it up, but it's a great analogy. So uh, the Grim Reaper and and Jack at the time um, make a deal, you know, where they're not whatever. The Jack can't hurt the Grim Reaper, you know, whatever. Makes a deal, blah, blah, blah. In this case, Joe Burrow takes out Mahomes. But in the end, the Grim Reaper shows no mercy, cuts the deal off, down the road, beheads Jack, replaces his head with a pumpkin, hence Jack-o'-lantern. So I'm hoping, with my fingers crossed, that he gets revenge <laughs> next year and uh, and uh, we, can, we can get some revenge on, on the Jack-o'-lantern, a.k.a. Joe Burr. <laughs> he said, he said uh, he's wearing that, the ice yeah. necklace, and he goes, uh, not an exact quote, but something. Somebody asked if it was real. And he goes, yes, it's real. I make enough money. Bang, bang. <laughs> not to wear, he ain't, he ain't wearing he said, that fake drip. He said, silence. <laughs> <laughs> silence. Um, I think it'll be uh, Jamar Chase versus Jalen Ramsey. Great matchup. Mm, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah that's gonna be that hot. is going to be a good one. Man. If Ramsey can keep his, uh, uh, I know, I know, I know. It's hard to say that because that's what he is. He has an attitude and a chip on his shoulder. But if he can stay calm and just play ball, hey, don't throw it over there, Joe. I'm going to tell you that right now. We ended up, the Chiefs ended up kind of holding down Jamar Chase. So. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Ramsey's a guy that can do it one on one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He can. He, he they definitely gonna let him be on the island by himself. And I think you need to. Oh yeah, for sure. Because the Rams have a lot of weapons. Yep. So I think you you need to allow Ramsey to be able to handle him one on one. Yep. I think uh, the Rams D line obviously is ferocious. Yeah. If they can get to Burrow and disrupt him, make it a low scoring yeah. game, like you saw against the Titans. Hey. Might be another nine sack game. Watch I'm just saying, watch out, man. Vaughn is on your neck. You get Vaughn Miller and Aaron <laughs> Donald, they might skillet flip him yeah. and send him home. I see these dudes gonna be fired up because this is it, you know? It's the last dance. And, and I know Vaughn wants another ring. He's hungry, boy. You can rehab after the season. Yeah. And Donald, he, you know, he 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 won one too. So Yeah, I think offensively for the Bengals, like we talked about with the Chiefs methodical. Quick passes versus that rush. Take your time. Uh, what's his name is out though. That's gonna hurt. Um, uh, oh, the Kuzma. the tight end. Yeah, yeah. Because he went out. Was it an ACL? He went out in the Chiefs ACL. Maybe I think so. 
That so, does hurt to have that. And he's good. That short pass middle guy, the tight end. Yeah. He is good. He's there. He's he's one of their go-tos. I don't know if you're going to be able to do these five-step drops, though, and wait for your time downfield. With, yeah. that, with that D line of the Rams, it's got to be quick, get them off their guard, and then as they start pressing, yeah. then maybe take your shots. But only when they're there. Watch. Do that screen, man. Use yep. that screen. They yep. don't because they're coming up the field. Yes, and I did say the Bengals secondary, like they did versus the Chiefs. I think you're going to have to drop eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so mix it up, and and drop eight, rush three, keep everything in front of you, um, and maybe hope Matthew Stafford has one of them off games that I've yeah. seen before. But as of lately, he's not doing it. I'm interested to see you. Hey. Coop, you you winning me over, man. You winning me over. I want to see what you're going to do, man. Get out there and show out. Yeah. I think you got to get pressure with three yeah. or four guys. Yeah. I think that's the key. So, to me, it's it's the Bengals' D, um, the secondary mainly. And then uh, for the Rams, I think if they're D-line, I think it's all defense. Yeah. I think offensively both teams can score. Um I think this is going to be a defensive game. Who can make the right adjustments? And right. Who can who can take people out? And then the halftime. Let's go. Oh man, <laughs> old school for me. I love it. Oh man, I'm excited. Clay, this brings us back to cruising North Oak. Oh. <laughs> the underglows. Oh yeah, popping in the CDs. Oh man, I had a 1989 celebrity with no radio. My boy Murph was in the back with a boom box this big that sat on his lap. <laughs> we would pull up the cars, and we would outplay the cars with our CDs. I'm just talking about, I can't wait. I'm super stoked. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love it. Ours was so loud, we got pulled over like, I don't know how many times, 10 times. <laughs> Turn it down, boys. We'd even cruise in the old uh, mom's old red minivan. Oh, God. Then you oh get more God. people in there. <laughs> Doing burnouts out of the car wash. I'll never forget that. Oh, Good times. You got Eminem, Snoop, man. Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, and then Kendrick Lamar. And I'm, for the most part, you can play songs of Eminem and Snoop and Dre, and I could tell you, I like Mary J. Blige songs. Yeah. I couldn't tell you because I'm not. I just like the music, right? Um, and Kendrick Lamar, I don't know too much. I know is he? He's, he's the new. He's, he's the, the new age, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a big hit. Oh yeah, and so oh, yeah. you know they bring in, they bring in some new with the old. Yeah, I haven't heard him in a long time. But I wish, I hope he plays. Cause I am whatever you say I am. Yeah. Oh, oh. how crazy is it gonna be when they? What is it? And I'm a terrible singer. So, but in the city <laughs> of LA, and they're just gonna go. Crazy. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. And they're in LA. Oh, yeah. They got to play that one. Oh, yeah. The the trailer they made with them all, yeah. it's like three, four minutes long. Dre's walking on the beach, and the, the piano's like in the ocean. And nice. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you what. And the Chiefs aren't in it, which that's my team, and that's sad, but I ain't got to stress, and I'm ready for the commercials, <laughs> and I'm ready for the halftime show. Yes, sir. I might dance. <laughs> right, right, right. Try something. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You know, you know, you know the little one. Is he? How old's he? How old's Kato? Four. Four. He gonna be. You have to tell him now. This 
Oh yeah. I was young. And he likes to dance. Well, as soon as he hears music, he, he's gonna be. Yeah, he's he's on. He's soon, gonna be as soon as he hears on music, it. Yeah. I don't have to go back and tell him who they were. Like, hey, yeah, this was back in Daddy's time. I'm excited for it. I haven't been. We've had some good ones. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But Prince, that was a good halftime yeah. show. But but not in a while. We hit. It's been. It's been yeah. kind of like ah, that was cool. But, yeah. Uh, I don't think you need the effects. Now, they're going to have lots of effects and lights and all that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, this is a halftime show where you don't even need that. Oh, yeah. Just let them. Yeah, just let them do their thing. (laughs) How high is Snoop going to be before the halftime show? I don't know. Is Snoop not high? (laughs) I I don't remember. (laughs) It's It's going to be be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait. Which got me thinking. So, we're you know, we're talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah. And um, I was like, man, because that's a dream. Right. I want to go to a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so I was like, man, what's uh, – so I wrote down some dream sporting events, past or present, yeah, made up or not, right? that I'd like to see. And so I was going to read a few off for you and see if you had a few. But, like, the Chiefs in any Super Bowl, I would love to see. Right. I'd love to see any Super Bowl in person. Yeah. Just the – you know, but it's more business and more corporate, so it's you know it's a little bit different. But man, before I'm gone, that's a dream. I got to get to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'd like them to make it when we're in Vegas. <laughs> I'll go out there to that Super Bowl. That'd be yeah. fun. I uh, I always wanted to go see um, Mike. I wanted to see Mike play. Man, I I talked about it so much, and I just was like, I just want to see him play one time. And who is it? Uh, MJ. Oh, yeah. And so I never got a chance to see MJ play. Never got to see Kobe play. I would have loved to see Kobe play. Oh. Was um, this was this Kobe's two-year? I wrote yeah. that. Two-year anniversary. They put a – I don't know if you saw – I was thinking about you. You're a big Kobe fan. And, yeah. And I was a big Kobe fan too, but, but not on your level. Um, <laughs> they have a statue now put up of him and um, Gigi yeah. at the crash site. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. Yep. Um, it's still a big deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's still crazy. a big deal. Um, that would be great. MJ versus the Pistons and the Bad Boys back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to see Allen Iverson play, man. I want to see him play. He, he was so electrifying. I'm just like, man, I would love to see him that play. That crossover. Yeah. Yeah. And That'd then, be good. Um, what other events? I got – I got – so – I couldn't ever see this now, and this is an, an old-time one, and I'm all over the place <laughs> on these, but a Mike Tyson title fight, maybe not where – I don't want to pay the money where he bites a vein or Holyfield's right, ear right, off right. and then it's done, but just to see the power, power in yeah. person, yeah. like ringside, yeah. just watch him just smash a dude Yeah, would be fun. Um, I don't watch NASCAR hardly at all anymore, but growing up, Dale Earnhardt, was the man right? right? But that would be so cool to to watch him at like the the Daytona 500. Just I got a I got a they had his car once in Excelsior Springs yeah. when I was young, and uh, I had to go see it. But that'd be cool to see uh, Phil Tiger in the final round at the Masters would be fun. Yeah, and then and then events. Um, if you're a basketball fan, maybe like. Uh, Tar Heels versus Duke Blue Devils at, oh, at yeah. Cameron Indoor. That would be cool. And yeah. the fans are oh, right, right, they're right. doing their little 
hand wave yeah. at you. Yeah. I bet that is rowdy. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Uh, or the Wolverines at Buckeyes. Yeah. Maybe at the big house or something. That'd be wild. That'd be crazy. I mean, wow. There's a lot of sporting events that I wish I could have seen. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need to make a bucket list and knock a few off. Right. I want to go to a Pro Bowl. <sighs> That'd be fun. It's coming As up a, this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. As a fan, I think the Pro Bowl would be fun, especially when you get to interact. Oh, yeah. And they're players. laid back. Yeah, it's yeah. not serious, so you can go there and have a good time and yeah. everybody else having a good time, too, signing signatures and whatnot. Oh, yeah, it'd be fun. And you signing get to balls see and helmets. Yeah, and they're not so serious, and they're just talking with you and yeah. just BSing and making fun of each other. And That would be cool to see them away from being so serious. 100%. Because you see them in game times, right, any sport, and everything's serious, yeah. you know. And But to catch them out and about, you know, they're real people, too, right? So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, just a few that I that I put out there. We did have in football news. Need to discuss it a little bit. Big Ben retired. Oh, um, yeah. Brady officially retired this morning. Although we differ on that, he might maybe he comes <laughs> back. So fake. <laughs> yeah. So the 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 two questions I have is Hall of Fame status. We'll go Big Ben first. Is he first ballot? Or is he even in the Hall of Fame? What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I feel like he is. He definitely has shown shown it. I mean, if he didn't have no rings, it might be debatable. But because he got a ring. First go-round? Or? I don't see any. Uh, is he? Who else is out there that hasn't? Well, I don't know who would be in his class at right. the time. So I'm saying. So maybe that depicts it, I right? Think, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. I don't see anybody else that's Well, Tom it. Brady would be in it because uh, well, they both retired at the same time. Oh, uh, that sucks. So that, <laughs> yeah, right? Does that hurt your chance of getting Because Tom Brady. Well, he ain't, he ain't okay, going to we'll, He's not going to retire. We'll come back to Big Ben. Let's say Tom retire. Brady. I don't think he's going to retire, bro. No? No He's way. getting older. His kids are getting older. Hey, you don't just say you want to play when you're 45. I and know. You're not, hey, but yeah. he has such strong convictions. That he just came out with his clothing brand, bro. He didn't come out with a clothing brand and retire. Cut it out. He's got the clothing brand. He's got TB12 and the supplements and avocado juice and ice cream and all the. I'm just saying, you don't just come out with that and just be like, I just got this new gear out and I'm retiring. Yeah, but he can promote it. I don't uh, think he leaves football, though. Hmm. So he doesn't play, but he can be, he'd be a great mind on. ESPN or Fox Sports or, or whatever. He could do, do whatever he wanted. I don't think he's ready to replace Tony Romo yet. Well, if he stays, he's first ballot. Somebody needs to. <laughs> Come on, let's be real. He didn't know what Halo was. <laughs> I know, I heard that. He says, <laughs> this guy. He goes, uh, I'm guessing that's a video game or people were lighting him up. And I like the memes. If Romo could read defenses like he did when he was playing, he might not be in the booth. Right. <laughs> well, if Tom Brady stays retired, unanimous, first ballot, yeah. Hall of Famer. For sure. In my opinion, whether you like him or not, the GOAT when it comes to at least quarterbacks. Maybe not best player ever to play. And that's a tough thing. Maybe we can get in that on another segment because we still got a lot to talk about is how do you take, like, Jerry Rice as a wide receiver versus a quarterback versus, 
you know what I mean? Just different positions. Right. So that's tough versus a Walter Payton versus, a, you know, so there's just so many different positions. But for sure, a quarterback, the best ever for me. He's good. He's great. He's good. Yeah. The best. Uh, I don't know. That's my man. Number Come on. One eight was. I would. I'd rather catch a ball from one eight than twelve. Put it that way. Jeez. He gonna guy. hit. Hey. He gonna hit me on the run. On the run. Tom Brady <clears> will <throat> get you to a Super Bowl. Seven so times. Will, so will one eight. One eight got you there too. Twice. <laughs> Tom Brady got to ten. He didn't say. Uh, Nebraska 18 times. <laughs> Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. Omaha. He didn't have to. He dissected the – those two, okay. Those two, though, intellectually, the way they changed reading defenses, though, both of them. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Of all the quarterbacks that – Versus Mah- who do you take in a two-minute drive if you're down by four points, you need a touchdown to win? 1-8, bro. I like it. How about second? Second? Huh? Steve Young, bro. Okay. Yeah, so for me, <laughs> people talk about that Mahomes. I know we're back to the Chiefs, but get over it, people. We're in Kansas City. <laughs> Is he's He's an elite quarterback. Right now. And, but here's my, here's my, uh, for two minute warning, right? And you need a touchdown. I got Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, 1A, 1B. You can flip them back and forth. I got Joe Montana, Steve Young, Elway, I think's up there. Sorry, bro. You are a nice Elway. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know. Mahomes isn't even in the top five yet. Oh, no. Oh, oh. I know it's early. Oh, yeah, it's way early. But no. But still. <laughs> but no. <laughs> and nothing against Mahomes, but there's, oh, no, some, there's some dudes. He's Aaron, talented. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I, I'd probably take him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I digress. But Big Ben, he I think he's a Hall of Famer, though. For sure. No losing seasons ever in his career. 18 seasons, two Super Bowl titles. He did go to three Super Bowls. His one loss was versus Green Bay, and then he had two Super Bowl wins. The infamous San Antonio Holmes catch in the back of the end zone versus the Cardinals. Um, eight division titles, 12 postseason berths. He's eighth in touchdowns, fifth in yards, and he's second. I thought this was crazy, but when you play that long, he's second all-time only to Tom Brady in wins. 165 wins. So I thought that was – but when you have no losing seasons. Yeah. Dude's a beast. Yeah. He's He is a stealer. Like, he was – he epitomized, like, that culture. Big, tough, oh, yeah. determined, determination. I hated playing against him. <laughs> he broke my Chiefs' hearts many a time because oh, yeah. you couldn't sack him. Yep. You'd be 300-pound men draped on him, and he'd just throw them off. Wiggle out of there. That little, that fake pump he gets. Yeah. Like he really oh, looked yeah. like he was passing. Nope. Yeah. But I think he's in. He's in. Yeah, he is in. Can we, yeah. That's enough football talk for today. Cool. I don't know. Let's move on. Let's get hey. in. Let's get in. What's this, mean? this is a hot topic. Okay. Let's get into 
since we're on Spotify. Uh oh. Just quick. Okay. And this is off the cuff. Okay. I'm a I'm a heat tot up here and get his opinion. <laughs> the Joe Rogan, Spotify, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell controversy. Now, disclaimer. <laughs> we ain't talking about COVID here. No. The vaccine, whether you want it or not. The reason why I'm bringing this up to you is the censorship part. Yeah. Okay. So let me set the table. Joe Rogan has a couple doctors on, uh, Dr. McCullough and then another doctor. And I apologize that I forgot his name. Malone. I think it was maybe Malone. Either way, two doctors. The one has nine patents for an mRNA protein, but he has them on. And they talk about COVID and over like 200 doctors and all these other people come out with, you're spreading misinformation. And we want Joe Rogan banned. Basically we want these doctors banned. Jeez. The one guy's banned off Twitter. Jeez. The doctor guy. Jeez. Whoa. <laughs> Just so everybody knows we were waiting for that to happen. Throw it outside, Clay. <laughs> we had a light bulb blow. Light bulb. <laughs> we had that in the last episode. Did we talk about the bulb blowing up? <laughs> well, it happened, people. Oh my gosh! Oh, man, man down. Finally, I was waiting. We've got humor on here. <laughs> Nothing serious. This is a serious topic for yeah. me and Todd, but yeah. but we have some fun too. So set the table. He has them on. People get upset. Right. They don't like what these doctors have to say. They don't like what Joe Rogan has to say. Ban it. We don't want to hear it. Right. It's misinformation on COVID. I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. Clay, he definitely ain't a doctor. a doctor. No. <laughs> so we're not getting into that. This is all about censorship, yeah. freedom of speech. Yeah. So, Joe Rogan issues in a policy. Neil Young basically gives an ultimatum, says, if you don't do something, I'm pulling my music. They hold strong, says no. Joe Rogan just signed a $100 million deal with him. Right. He's the number one podcast in the world. Yeah. And so Neil Young pulls all of his music. Joni Mitchell pulls all her music. And some other people have as well. You He's know, out. They're, they're kind of jumping on the board. Yeah. My thing is, on this, is we're talking about a podcast, a way for people to get on there. Yeah. Even if it is their opinion. Yeah. We, Freedom. We should be allowed. We can say whatever we want. Why not? I People do it all day until you say something about, why you got, why are you drinking Mountain Dew and not Pepsi? It's not doesn't matter. Yeah. doesn't I, matter. I know COVID's a big topic. Yeah. It's a big thing. I don't want to spread misinformation. I don't like that word. It either is or it isn't, and it's we can get into that. But Joe Rogan issues an apo- apology. He likes Neil Young. Yeah. He even worked one of his concerts back in the day as a security guard. Oddly enough, he quit uh, the night of the Neil Young concert because a brawl broke out. So he switched clothes real quick, put on a hoodie, and said, I'm out. I've had <laughs> enough of this. I listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah. I've listened. He's the Mr. All he's doing is trying to bring in. He's just trying to get to the bottom of everything. Yeah. So he's trying to find out who got the best information to get to where he needs to get to. Yeah. 
He's an infomaniac. Yeah. He doesn't want to tell a lie. I've seen it where he's been corrected on his show by a guest. Yeah. And he says, oh, shoot, I made a mistake. It, this is my opinion. He brings on people from all walks of life or it's tries a, to. Yeah. He even said after his apology, I will try to work on bringing in other doctors that have a different point of view. Yeah. Um, he had on, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced this doctor's <laughs> name, but Sanjay Gupta, who was the doctor for CNN, who called out Joe Rogan, has him on the show, who is now the lead doctor or one of the doctors on Joe Biden's COVID staff yeah. team, right? I, that guy had a different opinion than these other doctors. I didn't hear a peep about canceling him and, yeah. and an uproar. So to me, it's got nothing to do with the COVID, but we've got to get to a point where in America we can say how we feel yeah. without being censored. Yeah, just, just hear it out. Just hear, hear it, it out. out. And if you don't like it, guess what? Don't say nothing. Just don't listen. They're putting it's really it, easy. <laughs> yeah. Spotify is adding a content advisory before podcasts now discussing the virus. Okay. Joe Rogan's like, fine. You want to add it? Cool. No big deal. It is no big deal. We're making it a big deal. Right. And that was the chief, the Spotify chief executive, um, Daniel, in its E case. Um, I think it's Daniel Eck. Trying to get everybody. Everybody can't get no trophy. It's winners and losers. And if yeah. you're a loser, you're a loser. Get better. Exactly. Um, Daniel Eck said, and I apologize. So um, this is a quote from the Spotify executive director. Personally, there are plenty of individuals and views on Spotify that I disagree with strongly. It is important to me that we don't take on the position of being content censor while also making sure that there are rules in place and consequences for those who violate them. So, like we said, we get back to, like we're, you know, we're doing the Spotify now. Yeah. We're doing this podcast, and we're going to have some opinions that people might not like. That's um, okay. And, and down the road, we might talk about some controversy that people might not agree yeah. or disagree with. Um, but it's America, and we've got – that's one of the things that I think we need to get a handle on in this country is people have different points of views, different walks of life. Yeah. We all come from different backgrounds. We're all raised different. Yep. But we can agree to disagree. People need to talk more. Yeah, that's the problem. One on one. Yeah. And be okay with that person not agreeing with them. Yeah. Whether you think it's misinformation or not. If you think it's misinformation, form your own opinion. Hypothesize what they talked about. Yeah. And if you know, hey, in my heart, that's wrong. Okay. So you know it's wrong. No worse for the wear. And you move on. Move on. We got. I can do a Google search right now. Joe Rogan definitely is not the problem. <laughs> I can find a lot of false information right. on the internet. Yes, okay? sir. It's part of our culture now. It's at our fingertips. Yep. yep. We're never two feet from our phone. Yeah. Nobody really knows the real answer anyway. That's the funny part. It's like yeah. nobody really knows the real answer. 
So oh until then, hey, we still got to wake up. We still got to live. Mm-hmm. So let's just continue to live. Yeah. And con- be a good listener. How about that? Just be a good listener and just be like, huh. That was, sure. That was interesting. You might learn something. Gee. And if you don't agree with it, oh, well. Yeah. We don't got to start these big arguments. That's my little take on it. But, hey, I'm in this podcast world now, too, I guess. And, yeah. you know, the censorship and the freedom of speech and 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 just getting along and, and forming our own opinions. And 100%. you're not going to agree with everybody. Nope. Me and Clay lived together in college, and let me tell you, we didn't agree on everything together. <laughs> Here we are, still working together. Yes, sir. I'm not eating fish sticks tonight. <laughs> I ain't doing fish sticks. <laughs> I want ketchup. I want mayonnaise. <laughs> well, mayonnaise is wrong. And Travis made some massive dish of whatever <laughs> of everything in the refrigerator on the stove. We'll eat that. We'll eat Fuck that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, can we all get along? Right. Shout out to Travis and his uh, <laughs> college meals. Yeah, exactly. That's my little take on it. We'll see what the fallout is. After the apology, Spotify's stock went back up 12%. Mm-hmm. I just, do we have to issue an apology every, every time? time. Somebody, yeah, that's my thing. I, I can't get, stand that, man. I, get, I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. That's what I believe in. That's yeah. what I did. In fact, on his podcast, he's interviewing people, like we talked about, from all walks of life. And he's doing it on the fly a lot. That's why his podcast, they literally range from like two hours to like four hours. Yeah. He's just chit-chatting with someone. Right. And they're just telling them their point of view. And sometimes he agrees with it, doesn't agree with it. Yeah. It's just there. Yep. It's just another way, instead of watching TV, you're listening to a podcast. 100%. Yeah. So. I don't know. We're not censoring Fox News. They're still on. Some people don't like them. <laughs> We're not censoring CNN. They're still on. Yeah. Like, it's just a different way to get out to the people. Yep. That's my take. Yeah. Leave it alone. Leave so it. some funny. Did you <laughs> Did you see uh, today? This is hilarious. You ever eaten at Golden Corral? Back in I, the day. I, when they had fruit punch <laughs> and, and, and soft rolls. <laughs> They yeah. had 40 fruit punches today. I had, they did have 40. So, this, I can't make this up. There was a brawl at a Golden Corral of 40 people. And not, not I mean, literally throwing chairs and punches and fighting and screaming because supposedly some dude cut in line to get the last steak. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to dissect this a little bit. First off. At Golden Corral, I'm, though, the steaks? I'm not I going, know that thing was chewy. I'm not going to That's Golden. probably been under a heat lamp for at least four hours. <laughs> they put that on at 11 Man. for dinner at 5. <laughs> and some dude yelled out, all I wanted was some steak. Man, I, and everybody started fighting ridiculous that's crazy that's hilarious so the bigger question is did he get the steak or that's what i'm wondering no everybody got no one kicked got, out no, <laughs> no one got steak. never got to enjoy it yeah should have got on the macaroni and cheese it was worth yeah. it i don't know if that was i don't know if it's heat but it used to be heat. i've learned a few things you order certain things at certain places yeah yeah i only go there for the road well now i don't never go there but back in the day i only went there for the rolls and the fruit punch that was it bro yeah, I've been there. I've been to buffets, yeah. just in general, right? You go to buffets, 
you're you're either like hungover or you're super hungry and you don't care. Yeah. And uh, and you just eat. Um, but I try to go to just a restaurant that specializes in what they serve. Right. Yeah. I'm a Texas Roadhouse fan. Oh yeah. I go there. Texas Roadhouse. They give got me, good rolls. Give me some. Yeah, I was about to say. Give me some. Give me a couple of baskets. Couple of baskets of rolls, some butter, and I'm ordering a steak from there. <laughs> Not from Golden Corral. Just imagine if those rolls ran out, though, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, I've been there It'd before. Be... I mean, they haven't ran out, but they wasn't freshly made right. yet. So they said, it's going to be a minute. If or you... that cinnamon butter. Come on now. If you're listening to this, and I hope that you are, dual delivery podcast on Instagram. <laughs> Hit us up at our email. Dual delivery podcast at Gmail. Get a hold of us if you've been to Golden Corral and had their steak. I want to know how good it is. Oh, yeah. Or if it's not. Because I feel like the steaks there maybe should be served at PetSmart or something. <laughs> I'm not down with that. It might be the leftovers from PetSmart, actually. <laughs> be honest. I'd rather eat kibble. <laughs> so, another food story. This is funny, too. Is... uh Apparently, there's a potato shortage. Oh, snap. Yeah, this is hilarious. I love potatoes. Yeah. McDonald's fries. In, and it's not here in the U.S., although it could be, I guess, at some point. But in Malaysia, they had to pull all their large fries from their menu because of the potato shortage. Japan, they, they're doing only small fries. Mm. They got potato warts, apparently. Mm. I, don't, I don't even know. What, What's what a, a potato, potato wart? What's a potato wart? I don't even know what that is. But, uh, McDonald's fries is the only fry that doesn't turn another color but yellow. Yeah, and how does how does a potato wart hurt a French fry anyways? Because I've seen McDonald's fries that people do experience yeah. experiments on. Yeah, I didn't know that you could hurt a French fry. That's from what I, Yeah, that's what I'm like. I thought that I know those was real potatoes anyway. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> but but apparently it's a big deal. So I I had a. <laughs> So if you like large fries and you're in Malaysia, you can't get any. Now, I'd like to know if you could just order two medium fries or are they going to limit you? I'm sir. Sir. I know what you're doing. I know what you you're trying to you're trying to buck the system, sir. You can't have more than one. I don't know. Maybe you should go to Golden Crow if you can't get your fries at Are <laughs> Red Robin. Yum. <laughs> yeah, they got endless fries. And their steak fries. Yeah. And all the dipping sauces that are really good. They, <laughs> they are. That was a couple foods. I thought that was hilarious. And people do some wacky stuff, man. Oh, yeah. Did you, uh, <laughs> so we finally, we were redoing the garage the other day. And since we're now into February, I was like, we got a lot of Christmas stuff. I was just about to say Christmas. I know in your neighborhood that one dude yeah. up the road. Yeah. How do you <laughs> what's the quota on how many lights you should put up? And <laughs> when are you supposed to take them down? I probably would leave it up. And then I would just change change it. Like I'll change start putting it. some heart stuff up now. Keeping it keep that whole bridge up just and ch- just start putting some heart stuff just up. Just change some colors. Yeah. We put up uh, so all of ours is done. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we have so much. That's um, yeah, fine. But we also do three Christmas trees. Oh. Yeah. 
two upstairs, one downstairs. They're all different themed, but I just I saw some people. Some people still, you know, they love Christmas. Is the is the right thing to do to wait till after Thanksgiving? Is it December first? Is it the day after Thanksgiving? Yeah, I heard like New Year's is probably as long as you can probably keep it up, and then you should probably take it down. That's kind of what we do. Yeah, yeah. Wait till after New Year's and take it down. Our our neighbor across the street, she just took hers down yesterday, mm. which was a great day to do it because it was nice. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, we're about ready to get <laughs> snowed in supposedly, but it's Missouri, so it could be one inch. A dusting, it could be a hundred inches, possibly, maybe, and it could be one day later. One day later, yeah. So you plan something, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you plan something. But I had a work slowing down. I had a good week. We had a lot to talk about with the. I always, man, we got the Pro Bowl coming up, but yeah. I was sitting there this week, like, you know, you're just you kind of deciding. You know, what do you want to express to the people out there? There's some, always some crazy news out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's hit this up real quick. Um, this was breaking news today, and we're back to football. But <laughs> did you see, uh, so Brian Flores is suing the NFL, um, the Dolphins, and the Broncos, and the Giants. He's suing everybody. Over, I better make sure I say this right, but I, it was over uh, discrimination, all right, which is, which is what he said. So, we're going to, we're going to set this. If you didn't know, he was the former now head coach of the Dolphins. And before we get into this, I thought he did a good enough job to get another year based off of their talent they had, what he did with it. I thought he was a, a, Good coach. Um, I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but obviously he got let go. Yeah. So he comes out now. That's that's been a week or two now. So now he's suing. And he alleges that before getting the Dolphins job, he interviewed for the Denver Broncos. And he goes around 2017. He had a meeting with with the with John Elway, who he said was an hour late and appeared to be hungover. Um, Nothing new. Yeah. Probably had a dip in. Probably. He did. And uh, and he claims in the suit that he was only interviewed for the Broncos job because of the Rooney rule, which is the rule that the NFL has in place that you have to interview minority candidates for head coaching jobs. doesn't mean you have to hire them, but you at least have to interview. And that the Broncos never considered him a legitimate candidate for the job. So that's one thing. That's the Broncos, why he's suing them. I know why the Rooney Rule's in place. I'm all for making sure, you know, we um, we interview everyone, minorities, even women. It doesn't matter, mm-hmm. right? Let's interview them all. Um, I don't know if people know this. So he says they only interviewed him because of the Rooney Rule, and they weren't considering him anyways. Uh, Vance Joseph became the head coach. Uh, he's black. Now he just got fired. I think rightfully so. He didn't. He did an okay job with Denver, but right. not good enough to keep going. But they did hire a black head coach. 
So I don't know why he was getting at that. He also is is uh, suing the Giants. Supposedly he's got texts with Bill Belichick stating that they had already chosen Brian Dable, the coordinator for the Bills, for that job. That's who they were going to go with before they even interviewed Brian Flores, which was supposed to be in like three days or, or whatever. And that may be. Here's my take. They interview Brian Dable. They like him and say, that's going to be our head coach. But we still have an interview set up with Brian Flores, so let's bring him in just in case he ends up being the guy. And they chose to go with Brian Dable. I don't think it had anything to do with discriminating against him because of that. So the funny thing, I just I just realized what you just said. That's funny. <clears throat> now, they already knew that they was going to have this guy. So how would you would have felt if they already would have you would have thought you was on about to have an interview and they said, "Sorry, we already got our guy," instead of just having you come in and do the interview anyways. Right. right. You would have felt some type of way. So they said, "Before you can even have that some type of way, come on in and we're going to interview. We're going to interview you." Supposedly he thought it was a lame interview and he didn't get the the correct. Yeah. So a couple things from this not to do with discrimination at all. By the way, there was two black GMs hired this year for a couple teams. And there's been black head coaches. A great one in Mike Tomlin, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Great head coach. Um, and it used to always be, too, um, you'd hire veteran, older head coaches. Right. You're seeing a lot younger guys now. We're giving opportunity to younger head coaches. Yep. When um, the Rams head coach, Sean McVay, took over, he was 30. Yeah, yeah. 30 years old. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you're seeing that, too. You're giving those young guys, yeah, the, not minorities in this case. Right. But they're getting opportunities. You're seeing – so I don't think it's discrimination, at least for me. No. First of all, as Taken said, good luck. Because they going to be lowered up. And I don't know how big your money is, but they money is big. You're going up against the NFL, and you're going up against teams who the owners are billionaires. Yes. And second of all, if I'm putting something together, I'm trying to win. Mm -hmm. And if I don't think you're on the caliber of me winning, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't care, girl, man, whatever. If you got what it takes for me to win, I want you on my team. Mm Mm-hmm. And 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 even more simple than that, doesn't really matter. Even if you're winning, yeah. Marty Schottenheimer got fired after going fourteen and two with the Chargers. Yeah, hello. If you can't get me to the bowl, hey, it's all about Super Bowl or bust. Honestly, when it boils down to it, that's what the NFL is. Can yeah. you get me to the Super Bowl and can you win it? Yep. Right. And so, um, I think this hurts his chances. Although he's interviewing for a few other teams. Um, supposedly, but yeah. I think that hurts him a little bit because um, now and um, I don't know if people know this. The NFL is a business. Thirty-two teams. <laughs> that's thirty-two individual businesses. Yes, sir. The NFL kind of looks over it. Yep. And has their own thing, but each owner of each team, you play for them. When it boils down to it, it's a business no different for me yep. than me working at my job or you working at a job yep. or whatever it may be. 
And if they want to move on, whether you're good or not, sorry. Sorry. And black or white, Asian, woman, man, whoever. Yeah. If they're the right person for the job or if they're not the right. I'm sorry. I don't know. So that came out today, and I just wanted to touch base with you on that and yeah. kind of feel you out. Um, is there – this is a topic for another day, but <laughs> is there discrimination in this country? For I sure. would say yes. Yeah. Is this discrimination? I don't think so. I mean, there'd be no, no head coaches. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, that was a little bit, but – I can't wait. Can't wait to do another one, and and hopefully everybody enjoyed it. And make sure you hit us up. Yeah. And we we want some questions. Yeah. We'll talk about whatever. Feel free. Feel free. Yes, exactly. Love to hear from you guys. Exactly. So we're going to pack it in before this Hold on. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, you got one? We got a couple questions. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's do it. Shout out to Dwayne Fisher. Okay. Ooh. So... The dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) So he said, I don't know if you cover this or not, but uh, what's your prediction for the final score of the Super Bowl? Ooh. I don't know if I heard a prediction on that one. So, So obviously, Rams and Bengals. Um, I think it's going to play out kind of like the – I don't know if it'll be as high as – yeah, I'll probably go uh, 28-24 Rams. Something like that. Not super high scoring. Not super high scoring. Um, but I think 28-24 for me, and I'm going to go Rams. I got the Rams also. Um, <sighs> Let's see. You like my score. I know I took it from No, you didn't. I said they're going to put it. Let's see. That's, that's 21. I don't want to say 21-14, but, man, maybe I will. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere in there. 21-14, something like that. Yeah, somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, Rams. Rams, yeah. for sure. I think Rams. 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 And it's in their home stadium. Yeah, I mean. Don't forget that. Yeah, yeah. Their team don't have to travel, and that's a big deal. They're they don't not have stressed. to travel. I don't uh, know if they'll get their home locker or not, but either way. I, I, I actually like their coach, Sean. He's, yeah, I like him. He's, he's. Uh, he gets you fired up. yeah. He reminds me of a freaking. He reminds me of freaking, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> like a little freaking. Yeah. Just uh-huh. looks like he's really nice. He gets once you get to get in, get in there, make a play, and then and when, when out of nowhere he just gets fired. Oh yeah! And you like, oh, went, oh, freaking fired up. <laughs> they scored a touchdown the other day, and he sprinted to the end zone yeah, to celebrate. And then the ref was like, like hey, wait, get, what? Hey, get back! What are you doing? <laughs> He's a be, player's coach. Supposed to be in that line. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, he players definitely. Coach. Yep, yep. They love him. Oh yeah, I yeah. seen. Uh, right when they really sealed the deal, I seen uh, Von Miller come off the field running, and he went straight to him and hugged him. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Dang, yeah, that's that's cool." Yeah, I love it. What else you got, Clay? Any more? Yeah, you're making stuff up. Yeah, he is. No. <laughs> what are you googling? Just so you know, I got the Bengals winning. Okay. 35-32. All right, Brian Allen comes with it or comes to us. Give me your top Chiefs free agency moves. Who do you retain? Who do you who do you release? What positions 
are a need right. priority in the draft and free agency. Okay. We covered that a little bit. B.A. Yeah. My brother from another mother. I think the biggest signing that we need to do, Orlando Brown Jr. offensive tackle. Yeah. I think you got to keep that line, keep him, protect Mahomes. That would be one. Um, you could really say restructuring Mahomes' contract if you could free up some caps to cap space. But I would go second is um, try to figure out a way to keep uh, either keep Tyron Matthew would be my number two thing because we need secondary help. Yep. Or if you can't get that done is to shore up the defensive line. I think you cut Frank Clark. You might even have to cut Melvin Ingram. Yeah. But we need to get a stud defensive end. Passing league, you need a pass rusher. The Chiefs have had phenomenal defensive ends. Jared Allen. Yeah. Neil Smith. You even talk about Derek Thomas. I know he's linebacker, but Tomba. Tomba Holly. So we've had those guys. Frank Clark when he first got here. I think he's just, but we need a defensive end. So I think I think there's one, two, three. Um and then we're going to need some wide receiver help. Yeah. Yep. So, Hill, Hill's the speedy guy, but he's not the big guy. Big guy. I think we need, we need to try to sign Byron Pringle, uh, get rid of Demarcus Robinson, and then look for and maybe even get rid of Josh Gordon unless he can learn the book and we can keep him because he's still young. Yeah. Uh, he's 25, I believe. You, uh, go get Marcus Robinson yeah. from the Bears because yeah. that was a talk at one point in time. Mm-hmm. You pick him up. Now you might he have was uh, Juju Smith-Schuster we tried to get, so he's a re- uh, free agent. Do we get a Juju Smith-Schuster? Would you take him from the Steelers? Yeah, he's, hey, I like Juju. <laughs> I'd take some Juju on the Chiefs. Uh, actually, what's, Clay, got, what's Claiborne at? I'd take, I like I like Clay. Yeah. Uh, not Claiborne, but Clayton. Um, Claypool? Yeah. I'd take him. Yeah. Chase Claypool. Yeah, he's nice. So there, and then I think your last thing that you need to do um, is try to um, get some of Mahomes's cap hit moved into a um, signing bonus or the guaranteed money. However, that works out. Um, that way, his cap hit goes from thirty-one and a half to like under twenty million. Right, and that'll really help you open up because I think that the cap space goes up this year for teams too. Um, I think it gets it rises, it, whatever, but it goes up. So there's more Increase. money to be had. So hopefully that answers a little bit, BA, for you. And thanks for giving us that question. But um, get that team back together for sure. Anybody else on there, Clay? Got another one coming from me. Uh, Pro Bowl MVPs, both sides. Who you guys got? Well, Mahomes comes out and says he's going to play. Josh Allen says he's not. You got Kyler Murray and Mahomes as the starting quarterbacks. I think Mahomes has a bad taste in his mouth after the uh, play he just had. I think he comes out and does some funky stuff but has fun with it and lights it up. So I think I would take Mahomes. I think the AFC wins. And I think Mahomes is the MVP um, for my pick. I don't know who's all in there yet, but I need to check it. But that's that would be that's got to be a pretty good bet. 
he's probably leading right now for MVP for Pro Bowl. But what do you think? Who's the running back? Well, are we going NFC or AFC? Who's the AFC? AFC, the starting running back would be Is the Chargers running back? He might be up there. Um, what was his? Gosh dang it. The Chargers running back's legit. I think it's Jonathan Taylor. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Jonathan Col- Taylor. The Colts running back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick Chubb, Joe oh, yeah. Mixon. They got, yeah, dang, they're going to be stacked. It's going to be running run- back. It's going to be the running back. Mm. It might even be. Might even be a little Chubb. Chubb be, hey, Chubb be getting busy. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, though. Jonathan Taylor was a freak. You know, we had a chance at him instead of Clyde Edwards Elair. Mm. That's so a tough we, one, we too. We passed on him. He had, a, he had an amazing year this year, Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. But I, I go AFC winning. It'll probably be like 68 to <laughs> 52. <laughs> What is this, the NBA? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. Uh, Well, I think that wraps it up for tonight. This is, uh, make sure you get a hold of us. I'm glad you all tuned in. And uh, Dual Delivery Podcast, hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. Subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. Email us. Yeah. I'm ready to go, buddy. I wish we could just keep going. Man. We got things to do, people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see you all later. Going to be great. Let's get it. Peace out. Later. Oh, my booty hurts. (laughs) We got to get some comfy chairs, dude. This podcast was brought to you in part by Rise Nutrition.